Remember, kid, there's heroes and there's legends. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Yo, don't you know it's time? You know, you know those guys. The ones you trust in the clutch. They the go-to guys. One name's on your mind when the game's on the line. The ones you trust in the clutch. They the go-to guys. Yo. Legends never die. Yo! What is good, people? Yeah! Feel good today. We your boys, the go-to guys. I'm your boy Space. I am M. Molly, holla at me, C. <laughs> Molly, holla at me. Okay, that's what's up. And we on SportsHouseChicago.com. Make sure you follow us on all our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. Hey, Mr. Holla at you. <laughs> Where to follow you at? Y'all can follow me everywhere at Mr. One More Round. And make sure you follow us, the go-to guys, at Go-To Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, we would like to welcome all of our listeners from the Under the Hood podcast with Jonathan Hood. Who, 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 who? We thank y'all. We love y'all. Y'all already know. We appreciate y'all, man. Hey, let's get into it real quickly. Shout outs. Who you going to shout out today? Oh, man, uh, I, I actually have a planned shout-out for Whoa. once. So this Stop. is it. I wish I had the button. Yeah. Stop the presses. Uh, so, I haven't brought this up in the show yet, but we are doing... I might have, actually. I don't remember at this point. But we're doing... Uh, me and my, my buddy, <laughs> RJ, my company, One More Round Entertainment, we are in the process of writing a comic book for uh, C.T. Fletcher, well-known fitness, bodybuilder, motivational speaker. But why I'm shouting him out, aside from all the stuff he's already done for me in my life, in May, we will be going to California to promote this comic book, but I also yesterday told me that I get to speak again for a third time on stage at Iron Addicts Gym in California, man. So wanted to save that so news dope. for uh, the show, man. I haven't really told anybody, man. I'm excited as H-E double hell. I just said it. I think I just said it anyway. I said H-E double hell. I'm excited, man. I love speaking and I love it, especially in front of a crowd, man. It's nothing like being on a mic. So yeah, this is uh, this is awesome, man. So That's shout dope, out CT Fletcher, man. Everything that man has done for me and the world. So Fact. there you go. That's a, such a dope guy. If you're not following him, follow him on all social media platforms. Such a such a good guy. Very inspirational, and I've learned to really love the guy since he's been real close to my buddy here. Yeah, so man. man, he's a dope guy. Definitely. Shout out to CT. Mm-hmm. He be promoting us. You yeah, know what I'm man, saying? Yeah, man, absolutely. He shared videos we've made on his on his uh, 2 million plus follower Instagram, <laughs> man. So Facts. it's, it's definitely, uh, he's definitely been in my corner, man. So shout out, CT. Thank That's you. That's what's up. That's what's up. Well, you already know how I'm coming. Lay Doc, Nana, Poppy, Wifey and the Kids, everything I do, I do for y'all. Shout out to this wonderful school that is still allowing us to showcase our talents. Mm-hmm. And, and, and. I haven't done it well, but I got to give the man above some praise here. You know, shout out to God. I mean, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be right here. So, yes, I appreciate. I'm just appreciative. I concur, man. Of I life concur. right now, man. Yeah, yeah. me so too. Actually, I, I've been in a heightened state of gratitude for like weeks. Mm. Not just yesterday. Not just because I got good news. I just been in this like. Yeah, man, everything is just wonderful. Absolutely. Things are things are rolling. Shout out Neil too. Neilio, Neil, the... Neil, Neil trying to give us the hookup. Hey, Shout man. out Neil. Hey, Neil <laughs> is the dude, man. Yeah. Neilio, man, much respect, much love to Neilio, man. Shout out Neilio. Let's get into it, man. We got yep. a good show for y'all. We talking Bulls news. We talking Bears. Mm-hmm. We got, of course, a top five, and we got some surprises for you. So let's get right into it. Let's do it. Let's just jump right into a quick little recap of last night's game. You know, I'm going to be honest, it was just an ugly game from start to finish from the Chicago Bulls. The Cavs have been playing really well. The Bulls really struggled from the field. Nobody really played that great. I mean, Vooch has really struggled to start the season. I know if you look at stats, he did have 18 and 12, but his shooting to start the season has just been terrible. I mean, I don't blame the Bulls for losing this game. I mean, we're missing like five or six players. The Bulls had to sign a 16th player to their roster because they're having so many injury and COVID 
COVID issues. Last night's game was just an ugly game in general. Hopefully the Bulls bounce back against the Miami Heat Saturday. You know, just yesterday, due to all the injuries and COVID protocols going on, the Chicago Bulls did sign forward Stanley Johnson out of the NBA G League's South Bay Lakers via the hardship exceptions. Sources have told the Athletic and Stadium. The Bulls have been kind of connected to every power forward and center on the trade market. Sabonis for Vooch is a wash. Miles Turner is a guy that would be an awesome fit at power forward for the Chicago Bulls. It's tough to see that the Bulls are having an outbreak like they are right now. Despite being 100% vaccinated, you know, Chicago has now lost four players to health and safety protocols in the last week. Hopefully the Bulls can get a lot of players back. Alex Caruso is doing well. Billy Donovan did say there's a possibility Alex Caruso could be playing Saturday versus the Miami Heat. So that's always great news. Hopefully the Bulls can start getting healthy and getting all these players back and can continue to win games that they should win. They should win. Man, that was a mouthful right there. <laughs> yeah, man, that was from a YouTube channel inside the Chicago Bulls today. Uh, that's where I got all that information from. A lot of information. Yeah. and uh, But the beat comes courtesy of uh, rapper slash producer slash friend of mine, Goodwill, out in Utah. So, yeah, y'all, we are about to get into some sad but possibly good news in the future. But right now, the Bulls are unfortunately riddled with the dreaded COVID. Last night, they took an L against the who surprisingly playing kind of well. They got good defense, Cleveland man. Cavaliers. Call it what it is. And they're without Sexton. I mean, he's been out for a long time, and they're balling yeah. out, man. I mean, so shout out to Cleveland. They're you over there. That. They're they're over there like this. Uh, like like this is an underdog movie. You hear me? Hey, <laughs> but but here's the key, bro. They're huge. They they're starting three seven footers at one time, and you got Larry Marketing playing a small forward. So we know he can shoot the three. We the Bulls are too used to him, so we know what he has. But this rookie kid that came out of nowhere, and I mean, what what is the kid name? I'm looking right now. Uh, what is his name? Oh, I had his name. I just had a brain Kevin fart. Kevin Love? No, well, he bought out Ricky too. Rubio? <laughs> no, those are vet. <laughs> but the, the rookie, uh, Jared Allen had a good game, but the rookie came and he- Garland? Garland. That's his name. Came and just bought out, scored like 24, oh. 24, 6, and 3. Uh, yeah, he had himself a good game last night against our hometown heroes. But look, the Bulls are still without DeRozan. And, and you know, that the, the Lonzo Ball came through with 19. Vukovic had 18 and 12. Zach, I mean, he had kind of, I guess, by his standards, maybe a low scoring game. It was 23 and 9. So, you know, look. They don't got Caruso. They don't got DeRozan. Now they're talking about getting um, duty set in the plug-in. I forgot the name already. But, <laughs> like, they, they're talking about getting somebody from the G League just to fill the spot until everybody's... Up. We just picked up Stanley Johnson. Stanley. We got Stanley Johnson on a 10-day contract. Stanley! <laughs> Stanley! <laughs> Stanley! <laughs> Get out of my face, Stanley! <laughs> no, but also, Derek Jones has now went into the COVID protocol. We also have Green that's in COVID protocol. Yeah. So the Bulls is riddled with COVID situation, and then you already know the injury from, you know, Caruso's kind of banged up. It's not, you know, COVID-related, but then also we're missing Patrick Williams, who's going to be out pretty much the whole season. So... The Man. boys got a lot of injuries and COVID issues going on, but they still balling. That's what I can. That's what I can say. That's what I love about them. They're it's giving the young kids a lot of playing time. Io is growing up right in front of our eyes. Mm -hmm. The rookie, he's starting now, playing a lot of minutes. He got to control the fouls, you know, which is understandable. Understandable for a rookie to to make that jump, you know, to for it to take a little bit of time to get adapt from the college style and then now to the pros. But I love the fact that he's getting a lot of playing time, getting it under his belt, and we're still winning. Now, will we keep winning? It's to be said, we got a tough well, stretch coming up. That's why I'm always saying on our show that the NBA is, is so difficult to call. It's so hard to predict, man, because – 
injured, and now you got COVID. Before we were talking about injuries in the NBA, now it's injuries and COVID. Yeah. And you're talking about a team full of vaccinated players. That's the crazy <laughs> part about all this, man. The whole team is vac- 100% vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, you know, now you got the, the, the Decepticon variant coming at us. <laughs> I mean, it, it's... Uh, it's so hard to predict in the NBA from week to week who's going to be what, man. I mean, look at, look at, I mean, just to shift to the Western Conference, look how bad the Lakers are, but they've been just riddled with injury, riddled with problems. I think they won last night. Pretty decent game. I think LeBron, you know, LeBron's back. Westbrook's there. The squad is there. Got your big three. Anthony Davis, uh, you know, I, I, I'm still waiting a little bit. He's got, he's got to, uh, he's got to come out of that shell, man. He has flashes to where it's like, where's he's too the good. Old... He's too good to have flashes. Yeah, that exactly. He's too good to have that's flashes. That's the problem. Yeah, and that's the key. But also, you got Westbrook over here. I think he's probably, I don't know who said it, but he's probably the. the Hardest person to play with, if you want to think about it like that. It's his style of play. You know, for a point guard, he's going to be down and get the rebounds. He's going to push the... You know, I, I don't know. It just takes a special player to play with him. Yeah, I would for love sure. to play with him, but he's. I, it takes a lot to adapt to playing with Russ. I was off, actually, though. They played Tuesday against uh, the Celtics, where Tatum did drop 34 on them, but they still wasn't enough to take out the, take out the Lakers. And, yeah, I mean, Anthony Davis, it's not like he had a bad game. You know, he had 17 and 16. I mean, and, and they won, so it's good. It's Decent. just but sixteen I, I, rebounds. That's that's great. sixteen boards is great. I mean, I, I guess I just feel like here's here's the problem I have though. Westbrook had eleven rebounds, <laughs> so he only had five less than the big man on the team. It's just like I don't know, man. I feel like Anthony Davis could easily be a, at least twenty eight and twelve all the time guy. I, I hear you. I mean, he's a generational talent. Yeah, he's a, he was a point guard who grew to be seven feet. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he still thinks he's a point guard with the handles. He got point guard handles. He still got quickness. He's very athletic. He's just been injury prone. Now you got to think about it. Maybe injuries are, are catching been. up to him. Always has been. He hasn't been healthy really for a full season, especially since he left uh, where he started from, New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans. So, you know, it's... He's a it, hometown hero, though. Yeah. So we want to see him do... Him. We want to see him succeed and do Love well. Love him as a player. Love him as a person. We're not saying nothing like that. You know, don't wish nothing bad about him, but it, it's definitely what Charles called him. Street clothes. <laughs> street clothes. <laughs> you know I mean, what I'm he just, yeah, Chuck called him out, too, the other day, straight up. And, I, you know... I just think it's a question of consistency, man, and and that's the toughest thing in um, in the league. I think it's really difficult to put up consistent statistics. Who bars? Uh, but uh, Ricky, Ricky. which is why you gotta show Westbrook love in that regard. Absolutely, I know he's wild and his turnovers are out of hand sometimes, but man, to put up. Those kind of stats all the time, so consistently. You're talking about a guy who's a first ballot Hall of Famer with no ring. Oh, absolutely, no ring. He's gonna be in the <laughs> he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame yeah. first ballot. I mean, Mr. Triple Double. If you're thinking about the the modern day Mr. Triple Double, you, you first person you think about is Russell Westbrook. Yeah, absolutely. As a point guard to get ten rebounds, ten points, and ten assists, Russ yeah. all day long. So I mean, shout out to Russ. No. No knock to him. The game is just tight. Can but, uh, can the Bulls swing? Can they get Damian Lillard? He he need to get out of Portland. I tell <laughs> you that. That's why I brought this up. I'm trying to tie us back to Chicago, <laughs> and I know Damian has been the subject of some controversy because the media keeps saying. He said he wants out, and then they interview him, and he's like, "I don't know who said that. I didn't say that." And now there were talks about Ben uh, Ben Simmons possibly yep, going, going over there. there because I mean, please come here. Please. There's no way we the Bulls could get him. No way. I, how? Who do you give up now? Everybody. The, the talk. The, that, ma- the trade that I sent. You. What's the mayor's name? <laughs> you gonna give up Lori Lightfoot? Yeah, Lori Lightfoot. <laughs> Wait, real quickly. We run out of time, but real quickly, would you do this deal right here for Sabonis? Okay. For Sabonis from Indiana, from Indiana, would you give up Kobe White, Patrick Williams, Marco Simonic, and a 2024 first round pick? 
that's the deal? Yes. Yes. That If that's what you're talking about, absolutely. My only reservation is it's not really a big man's game no more. And it might be difficult to have two of them. Um, if you can figure it out, I'm all for it. Because you could easily have a Duncan Robinson type of thing going. And they both can shoot the three. That's and the if, thing. And then if you have Zach and DeRozan and Lonzo. Whoo, and think that, about how not, Cleveland just did. Yeah. With three of them. So if you got that talent around two big men that can shoot the three and still athletic. And Vukovic and Sabonis. Oh, I'll take Sabonis or Miles Turner. Give me either yeah. one of them from Indiana. No, I I'll agree. I agree. Tell us what you – it's time for y'all to weigh in. Once again, I'm your boy Space. That's MC. We need to know how do you feel about that. Would you make this trade? Would you do the trade that we're talking about right now? Would you give I up need to know. Kobe White? I need to know. Patrick Williams, Marco Simonek, and also a 2024 first-round pick. To get Sabonis. Let I us know. I need to know. Chime in. And Tell that is the me, end. Tell me, baby girl, because <laughs> I need to know. MC over there serenading, y'all. That's the end of the first quarter, man. Mm-hmm. Let's go, y'all. <laughs> we'll be back for quarter two right after this with the go-to guys. Let's get it. Stephen A., that bad man talking that talk, is this bulletin board material for the Bears? Well, it should be. I mean, you know, what else do you have going for you if you're the Chicago Bears? You're about to go home once the playoffs begins. Your head coach is going to be fired. He'll be out of a job, and he knows it. The look on his face every week says so. Every day says so. Ryan Pace, we don't know if he's going to keep his job. It's cold. You understand what I'm saying? I mean, there's a lot of different things. that is a, Yeah, it is cold in Chicago. Chicago's cool, it's, though. It's, 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 Great city. I can't go to Chicago from November through April. I can't deal with it. I just can't deal with it. But May through September, the man who grew up in New York good, City. But I cannot mess with Chicago from November through April. I don't want to see it. I don't want no parts of Chicago. Okay? The point that I'm making to you is this. It's a nemesis. It's a divisional. It's a divisional nemesis that you have basically owned. Aaron Rodgers didn't... Oh. Mm-hmm. Yo, we your boys that go to guys here on Sports Town Chicago. Was I was trying to get right. I was, that was, I was a mediocre yo. I'm telling you, right? I was trying to get right into it because I had to shout out my, my people there. That was Stephen A., Molly, and also Dan Olowski. But man, we your boys here on Sports Town Chicago.com. I'm your boy Space. I am MC. Make sure you follow us on our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. MC, where to follow you at? Y'all can follow me everywhere at Mr. One More Round and make sure you follow the GoTo Guys at GoTo Guys Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And as always, we would like to welcome all of our listeners from the Under the Hood podcast with Jonathan Hood. Who, who, who? We thank y'all. We love y'all, man. We appreciate y'all. Y'all already know what it is. Hey, let's get right into it, man. Did you hear the disrespect? <laughs> now, I had to shout them out, but did you hear that disrespect? <sighs> this comment of I own you has been in my head and I've been thinking about it ever since he said it and I can't get it I I don't know what to do I can't until the Chicago Bears beat Aaron Rodgers and I hope someone lays a licking on Aaron Rodgers and I mean really get some good for the city because they wouldn't be doing it for themselves they'll be doing it for the city you hear me I, until that happens I, I can't what do you say food has lost his taste oh, <laughs> the, the world is dull <laughs> you know what I'm saying I am just man a fan scorn and this dude has beat us every six, what is he's 21 and 5 against the Bears 21 22 and 5 22 sorry, and sorry 22 and 5 sir where to go where to go there's my heart <laughs> where to go mc all right sorry man and you know look they're playing sunday against aaron and his friends and uh <laughs> you know we do have, we do have good news justin fields is coming back after the cracked ribs um he will be starting against aaron and his friends uh but the Bears are still without a lot of people. Oh, there's goodness. no Khalil Mack. There's no David Montgomery. They're they're still without a lot of key players, man. So 
I am uh, now, not they, trying they, to be the bearer of bad news, no pun intended, but I do not foresee them. I, I foresee Aaron going to 23-5 and five <laughs> against the Chicago Bears because they just, they're not in full strength, man. And it's it's been a rough season, man. We were full of just so much hope before the season began for the Bears and the Bulls. And it's just been like injuries and COVID. And it's just, it's been rough, man. There hasn't been enough. There hasn't been enough, especially for the Bears, of a consistent uh, roster where they could actually put together a consistent a bunch of victories. And absolutely. I mean, when you think about it, Good news. I mean, David Montgomery didn't practice. Um, hopefully, he'll play. We'll see. Uh, that that's huge if he doesn't play. But the Bears do get Telvin Jenkins back, the rook, uh, the rookie second round pick, the left tackle. Now, the key is, do you play him? And and how I feel about playing him is truly how I feel about playing Justin Fields. If he's good to go, and he's not hurt, then play him because we need to see what this kid can do. You know, he's he had the back surgery early in the season and never played a game, but he's healthy now. I I get the I get it that the line might be playing okay. I don't I don't know what you call it, man. I don't know what you call it. It's Jason Peters over there. He's 99. He's you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he's giving it his all. You gotta say that. He came from off the boat fishing and came and played left tackle like from us. Shane Falco. <laughs> straight straight <laughs> like Shane Falco. So I got, I'm forever thanking Jason Peters for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now get the kid up in there. Let him show us what he can do and, you know, go from there. This season, the rest of this season is all about developing your young talent. That's how I would look at it at when it comes point, to Justin Fields and, and Telvin Jenkins and the whole team, period. Yeah, I think at this point, uh, it's kind of like this season is, I don't want to call it a wash, but with the way it's looking, it ain't they ain't going to go very far, so why not give the young talent some room to grow and some room, some playing time so they can get out there and get themselves acclimated to how the NFL works and get in there and just, you know, get some time in, man, because... Like I just said, this this season has been and NFL's different than basketball, man. You got eighty two games to figure it out. You only got what seventeen, and this yeah seventeen, 17 and a bye. and a buy. You and oh, and speaking of that, the Packers are coming off a buy, <laughs> exactly. so it's even it's even worse <laughs> for um, Aaron, Aaron, you know, immunized Rodgers, man. You so, hear me? So arrogant. I mean, even he was asked about would you, it. Would you would you dare to say he's Aaron Gint? Sorry, that was the worst. That was the worst. The worst joke I think I've ever said on this show. Oh my goodness. My, my man said Get. That was horrible. That was awesome. Oh, but him. He's he was asked, hey, did you regret that comment? And he said, no, I don't regret saying I don't own you. Wow. No. I mean, just. That's th how you feel? I mean, you see, Aaron Rodgers, all of, as a true fan. Man, you ain't, you know what. There isn't one player. Okay, I told you there's not a team in all of sports that I don't like worse than the Green Bay Packers. But there's not a player now in all of sports that I dislike more than Aaron Rodgers. And when I think about it, the fact when this, now that the rivalry is, is, is here and this is the second game of the year and all this is happening and you done got the whole COVID situation, but you overcame that and now you get asked, do you regret saying I owned you? And no, uh, I don't regret nothing. I, well, it's true. I do own you. Is, you beat us a, 22 times and he only lost five is it times. A, is it a rivalry though? <laughs> It is used it to a, be. Is it a rivalry when the other team loses all the time? <laughs> the thing is. At that point, it's not really a rivalry anymore. It's just. Uh, Pre-Aaron Rodgers. Let's yeah, say that. I Pre know Pre-Aaron Rodgers. The Bears used to get the best of the Green Bay yeah, Packers. Yeah, I know. And and I don't even want him to get hurt. I want us to hurt him. I know. The fridge ain't here <laughs> no more, though. The fridge, <laughs> you know, those days are long gone, well, man. We go get them. The Lakers did things like, why can't we do it? You know, actually, it brings up another interesting thing. Um, do you think 
Do you think it's right of the Bears organization to let Matt Nagy go considering all the injuries and stuff that's happened? The first and thing. And if, if, if they did let him go, who's your replacement for him? The first thing Matt Nagy, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace has to go. That's oh. first thing I would do. If I'm okay. McCaskies, I would get rid of Nagy and Pace. And I would, I love Lewis Riddick. I would promote him to the GM if it was my opinion. I, I think he should have been at someone's GM a long time ago. Mm. He, his football mind is just there. You see it on Monday Night Football. So I would promote Lewis Riddick to my GM. I like Ryan Day from Ohio State. But my guy, my favorite choice right now is the offensive coordinator from from the Bucks, uh, Byron Leftwich. I, I think it's time for him to be a head coach, to has his, have his own team, get it your own staff, come with your own playbook, fresh start, and what better place than Chicago? It's a good call, man, because he's an offensive-minded guy. Uh, when I was doing my clandestine research on the subject... <laughs> I actually saw his name as well, and that made sense to me too. So it's interesting you brought him up. Um, I'm going to tell you who I think he should should be the coach. I got two names. Number one, Coach Pat Riley. Pat Riley? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, but I got got, got something for y'all. Y'all going to hate me. You know who I think the coach of the Bears should be? Who? Aaron Rodgers. Oh man! <laughs> On that note, he o- he owns them. <laughs> Clearly, he knows what he's doing <laughs> he against this system. team. So, if Brian Kelly can get offered a job somewhere else <laughs> mid-season, why can't the Bears approach Aaron Rodgers and be like, "You you clearly know how to play this game very well, sir. Would you consider would you consider retiring and coming to coach our lowly Chicago Bears?" I don't There's even- a lot of people available. Urban Meyer's available. There's a lot. <laughs> no way. There's don't a want, lot. I don't of, want any of that. Train. There's a lot of people that are available, but but you know what? I've never thought about that. How would I feel if Aaron <laughs> Rodgers wanted to? I I don't know. I maybe I let him coach. I got I you, you brought up a valid point. I read the you, list of all the coaches, <laughs> and I was like, I I think Aaron Rodgers should be the coach. I don't you know. brought up a valid point. He he owns the Bears. What? Let us know how you feel about that. That's MC. I'm your boy, Space. We want to know who would be your next coach of the Chicago Bears and next GM. Yeah, Space had an actual answer. Like, that was actually a good, legitimate pick. So, definitely made more sense. But, yeah, man, uh, we will be back. It's halftime. We'll be right back, y'all. Go to, guys. Facts. There's only one name on your mind when the game's on the line. You are now tuned in to the go-to guys on SportstownChicago.com. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. We your boys the go-to guys. Hey, was that better? Come on. Yeah, that was much better. <laughs> we your boys the go-to guys here on I'm your boy, Space. I am MC. Oh, make sure you follow us on our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at I am the real space. Follow me on Instagram at I am the real underscore space. Vibing out over there, MC. Where to follow you at? Y'all can follow me at everywhere at Mr. One More Round. And you can follow the go-to guys at Go-To Guys Radio on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> and as always, we would like to welcome all of our listeners from the Under the Hood podcast with Sir Jonathan Hood. Who, who, who? We thank y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Y'all already know what it is, man. Let's get into it. Ah, look, I'm not going to take credit for this. I heard this idea on Sir Jonathan Hood's show. Shout out to Cap and J Hood on ESPN. And I heard this idea on their show and they took a list the top five players that Phil Jackson coach and then the top five players that Pat Riley coached or in Pat Riley's case was the GM for 
So you know when he was when he was uh, running things over there in Miami. Yeah. So. Or L.A. Or L.A. Exactly. Yeah. Well, he wasn't a GM in L.A. He was head coach of the Showtime Lakers. Yep. Facts. So we took both lists <clears throat> and we came up with this. They came up with this. The five for Jordan would be. For, for Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson. Michael Jordan. You got Kobe Bryant. You got Dennis Rodman. Scottie Pippen. And then you have Shaq. The Diesel. And then Pat Riley's. His five is pretty good, too. I mean, it's Magic Johnson. Mm-hmm. You have Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, Chris Bosh, and then you have Kareem. The captain. All right, uh, so it's... I got you now. And who would win in a game, basically? Five on five. Five on five game. Yeah, who the, would win? Yeah, the Phil Jackson team. I mean, it's <laughs> that's like... Simple. Yeah, that's a massacre. I, I actually think it would be like a beatdown. I, I, I don't see... The, 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 the X factor for me in that whole situation is Shaq. I, I feel like... There is not one player on that other team that would have a prayer against a prime Shaquille O'Neal. Like, truth be told, Shaq is the most unstoppable, dominant player ever in NBA history. Facts. And Kareem, too, you too skinny. You too skinny, man. You'd be getting ragdolled all over the place. And Shaq was no slouch on defense either, man. Would, would it matter... Which set of rules you play with? Would that matter? No. So if you play new school, old school? I don't think so. I think, but I, I personally think in this scenario, they're all old school players for the most part. Mm-hmm. I mean, LeBron and Wade kind of came in from the old school and then into the new. So I feel like you're you're probably going to be going with the old school type of rules. And I mean, if you go just position by position, I don't, I mean, I'll tell you right now, Chris Bosh is Chris Wash. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, no, so let's do that. No let's... diss, Chris, but you you are literally the he's the weakest player out there. I I, I concur. The weakest player is definitely Chris. Bosch. Okay, let's do this. Okay, who's the second weakest? Hard Ooh, to say. I mean, if you're going all around talent, it's probably Rodman. Because mm. he's not really offensively minded. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like he's probably the next weakest on out of all these guys. If we're talking about just overall talent. Because, I mean, you can't say Kareem. You definitely can't. Some and people still think he's the best that ever played. Maybe Wade. Maybe Wade. Then, which hurt. Maybe Wade, then Robin. But both of those, both is... Interchangeable. I that's understand both do, ways. That's how you do our boy. And and, and I'm a D-Wade fan. I mean, no, I've I been know. a big fan of D-Wade back at Marquette. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I mean, it's, whew, that's, a, that's how you know it's great. So when you can say Wade or Robin to be yeah. nine and eight from a list of ten. You know, and an interesting question is, is Magic athletic enough? To keep up with all this. I mean, Magic was, you know, I mean, he's not, I'm not saying he was some not a non-athletic player. Yeah. But when you're talking about guys like uh, Jordan, Pippen, Rodman, they're, they're on the other side. They arguably might be the three greatest defenders that ever played the game. <laughs> and they're all on one team on the <laughs> other side of the ball. Then you got Shaq, who's unstoppable. And we ain't even talking about... um. I'm blanking now. Oh, uh, the fifth Kobe. guy, Kobe. We <laughs> Kobe. Oh my! I'm sorry, sorry, Kobe. But like, yeah, you're talking about an uh, another be- defensive player. That- I, I believe this is a guy. I mean, you're talking multiple defensive, uh, yes. defensive all all defensive teams. So yeah, this is. And I'll take it a step further. You're talking about Jordan and Kobe, the most vicious competitors ever. Shaq was a was like that as well. Then you got Rodman, who was one of the biggest trash talkers of all time, and he could back it up and lock you down. And I he just, didn't shower. 
Yeah, I mean, I just, <laughs> it, 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 for the life of me, I cannot possibly see the other team having a prayer in this scenario. I just can't see it. And what's crazy, I agree. Everything you said, I agree. I, if it was a best out of seven series, and only because they're all, they're Hall of Famers and they're legends, I have to give them a game. Yeah, I if give, it's uh, best out of seven, I, I give them a game. I mean, you we already know Scotty you can lock down Magic. So that and that's the thing. That's what I wanted to do. I want to go matchup wise. So if you were the Zen Master, and then you got the Zen Master, I think uh, one of the greatest coaches to ever do it. So, but if you went matchup wise, and I'm the Zen Master, who would who do you put on Magic? Scotty. Facts. We agree. We have real life evidence of that. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So I put Scotty on Magic. Next is Wade. Who do I put? Kobe. I like Kobe idea. I like putting Kobe on Wade. I agree. LeBron. Jordan. See, and here's where I, I go the other way. I can see putting Jordan on him, but I'm going to be a little bit more irritant because of LeBron's size. Who's going to guard Bosh? I'm going to put Jordan on him. I mean, Bosh, thin frame. Jordan can stick that. Jordan stuck to four easily. Yeah, true. Chris Bosh, not... It's not like I said, Carmelo. alone. Yeah, no, or you're right. Barkley. Chris Bosh can't guard Jordan, so they'd have to switch up on the on, other on the side. Other yeah. side, you know. So, but but I'm gonna put Robin on on LeBron because a young Robin. People say, "Oh, Robin couldn't cover out there." What young Robin? He could cover all over. So I put Robin on LeBron. I put Jordan on Bosh, and Shaq on Kareem. Oh my god! And now now switch it up. So if you're Pat Riley, who do you put on? Kobe. Wade. Mm. I put Wade on Kobe. I put LeBron on Jordan. Um, I would, I, I mean, you gotta, I'm probably going to have to put, maybe I got to put Chris Bosh on Pippen? Pippen because he's athletic enough to keep up with him. I don't think he could. I, I think if you had to, if he had to chase around Dennis Rodman, it would be exhausting. I could see more that um, magic and Rodman maybe. So put Magic at the, okay, I didn't think about it. I that. mean, I they're both at the, they're both the same around the same height. You know, both Magic was taller. I, I don't <laughs> but, I, was he was he uh, wasn't Rod what was Rodman? 6'8? Yeah, yeah. Or 6'10. Either way, they're close yeah, in yeah, height. Yeah, you're right. Um and I just feel like that would I don't know, I just it to me it doesn't really make sense to have Magic guarding anyone else cuz everybody else is too fast. Like, they're all too fast. And Magic really wasn't, like, the fastest dude on the court. I hear you. you I know? was thinking so, putting Magic on Pippen. But when you said Magic on Rodman and trying Chris Bosh on Pippen, I, I'm Bosh thinking, was long, lengthy. That's why I'm thinking yeah, that, exactly. You know, so I can see it. I can see exactly. He was athletic. He had good feet in, uh, when yeah. he was with, uh, where was he at? For Toronto. All Toronto. Yeah, exactly. So, he, you know, I can see it. Good call. I, I still, no matter what, I just, yeah, that Jordan, Kobe, that team, no, you're not beating them, man. <laughs> Let us know what you think. Once again, I'm your boy Space. That's MC. How many games do you think the Pat Riley team would win against the Phil Jackson team? and Or, or vice versa. How many games do you think Phil's team would beat Pat Riley's team? Let us know. Chime in. Huh. Just right, that well, well, yeah, that's it, y'all. Let us know. Stop, stop hiding. But uh, yeah, y'all, that is it for the third quarter, and we are going to come back huh. in the clutch huh. in the fourth quarter. Go to guys, stay tuned. Facts. You know what time it is? The game that's going to test your sports brain. It's who's your go-to guy. Who's your go-to guy? Mm-hmm. Uh, who's your go-to guy? <laughs> yeah. Yo, we your boys the go-to guys here on SportsTownChicago.com. I'm your boy, Space. I am MC. Make sure you pull out those phones right now. Follow us on our social media platforms. Follow me on Twitter at IamTheRealSpace. Follow me on Instagram at IamTheRealSpace. MC, where to follow you at? Y'all can follow me everywhere at Mr. One More Round. And make sure you follow us, the go-to guys, at 
go to guys radio on facebook twitter and instagram make sure also to uh say thank you <laughs> to all of our <laughs> listeners from the under the hood podcast with jonathan hood who, who, who. we thank y'all we love y'all we appreciate y'all you already know that but let's get into it let's set up the game this week gonna be a little unconventional let's say that i got a drum roll that's what that was okay it's halftime and your team is getting their head whooped Mm -hmm. like the chicago bears was getting yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man bringing up flashbacks Mm -hmm. and you need a motivational speech to rally the troops to come back who's making your speech is it Denzel, and when I say Denzel, I'm talking Denzel, remember the Titans type, Denzel. Uh, not, not Alonzo Harris. Oh, no, no. Not a Jay, <laughs> Jay. <laughs> I need my money. You will be a Pelican Bay. <laughs> no, no, not that Denzel. I'm talking. Positive Denzel. Yeah, that yeah. Denzel. Or do you got the man himself? <laughs> Are we talking about... I'll tell you. I, I wish I could do it. Sylvester Stallone, man. Oh, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. It's not Rocky. <laughs> it's Sylvester Stallone. He's come, but he's basically the same person. Uh, he's coming into the he's coming into the locker room. You're getting a motivational speech by either Denzel Washington or Sylvester Stallone to get the team. It could be basketball, football, hockey, whatever it is, whatever sport. You're down at halftime. Somehow the organization got this guy to come to the locker room and do a motivational speech. He's the same person. He's the same person. I agree. I agree. That's what I said. He's the same guy. One of the same. Um, he is an Italian stallion, just like me. Yeah, you uh, <laughs> We're Italian stallions. It's like a horrible. It's like a horrible band. Twinsies. Twinsies. Which guy do you think you'd want to give your team a motivational speech to go out and possibly make an epic comeback to win the game? Sly or Denzel? Yeah. Tell me. Oh, you know, well, what do you think I'm going to say? I'm going to say, you know me, I that's, that's sly all day. He's going to come in and he's going to do the whole, you know, he's going to do his whole thing. Yeah. I, I kind of just dissed him right there, but you know, <laughs> I'm going Stallone, man. I think, I think the sight of Sylvester Stallone walking into your locker room would be enough to make you like sit up in your chair. Like, is that? Is that Rocky? <laughs> and then, you know, everybody is inspired by Rocky. So immediately, just the sight of him, he he might not have to say anything. He's walking, how you guys doing? Yeah. You can win. And then, he can, and then he'll leave. <laughs> like, that'll be enough. The whole locker room will be like, Rocky said we can win. And you all go out and win. But that's why I'm going to win. I'm going with Stallone. Okay. All right. I mean, Oh, you're about, to, you're about to do a Denzel impression <laughs> right now? Okay. All right. <laughs> You already know where I'm going. Yeah. I got to go, Denzel. I think that Gettysburg scene is probably one of the most heartfelt scenes of a sports movie I've ever seen. I I agree. You wake up. You woke, woke the truths up. Middle of the night. Let's go for a run. Your other coach was against it. Coach, what do you do? You know this is, uh, these are uh, high school. Let's go. If you don't keep up, you are off the team. But as long as you keep up, you know, we'll make it together. So you're making them depend on each other. To one of them want to quit. No, no, we ain't there yet. Come on, come on. And then you get there and you tell them what Gettysburg was about. Brothers that died from different skin colors. All fought for one purpose. Right here. That same fight that we they fought then, we fighting today. I, I thought that was maybe one of the deepest, dopest speeches I have ever heard in my life. So if I can get that and reenact that and I mean he's a great commencement speaker anyways. 
Yeah, he's done some really nice, like, motivational-type speeches at universities and stuff. Like, he's a great speaker, great, like, storyteller. Yeah. And he does have a way of getting you really inspired and energized when he talks, so... A way with words. Yeah, he's a way with words, man. I, I, I can't uh, disagree with that, but, you know, just because... You know, Rocky's my my whole inspiration, yeah. man. I gotta go with Stallone. <laughs> I he, hear it. he actually had a really good uh, video on Instagram yesterday about uh, be you gotta be like an alligator, you know, like they got thick skin. You can't let nothing get to you. You can't take you know. Don't let the criticism get inside you. You know, you have a thick <laughs> skin. Be like a crocodile, you know. Hey, that's dope. I was like, yeah, this. I, it's it reminded me of like my dad. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, this is like a speech my dad would give. Yeah, it was cool though. But yeah, so what do y'all think? Who do you want giving your motivational halftime speech? Denzel Washington or Sylvester Stallone? Hit us up at GoToGuysRadio and let us know. But now it's time to get into the top five. 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 Let's go to my top five. This is the Go-To Guys top five of the week. Oh. What's again? Wait, what's this? <laughs> All right. Oh. <laughs> says, that's enough of that. <laughs> oh, man. That's MC. I'm your boy, Space. It's time for the top five of the week. Mm-hmm. This week. What are we doing? What we are have, we, doing we for we, top five? Come on. We have never on this show addressed the fact that both of us love exercising. Facts. We love working out. And all this time, it just dawned on us this week. We should do a top five favorite exercises. And real quickly, and, before we talk about our favorite exercise, shout out to my man, MC. Let me tell y'all, when I met my dude, I had slacked from working out. I had really took a nice long break. I used to be real, I used to be at it, an avid workout person. And I took a nice break. And then I started following my mans on social media I started following him, watching him every day. He working out. He putting in this work. Go to the doctor, find out I need to work out. And <laughs> <laughs> watching him work out despite being in pain and this and that every single day truly inspired me to get up and do something about it. Oh, so shout you. out to you, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. That's why I post the workouts, man. I mean, I get messages almost every day from people saying that. Because they see that, it made them get inspired to, to start working out or get back on track. So I don't, I, I truly do not post the workouts for you guys to be like, whoa, you're awesome. It's more for like, no, go get yourself together. You know what I mean? So Dope. thank you. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, yeah, man. We've never really talked about our favorite exercises before or even the fact that we do exercise. And today, our top five favorite exercises, but with a little disclaimer, get your minds out of the gutter. <laughs> before to get your minds out of the gutter, we all know everybody's favorite exercise. We ain't talking about that. What? Let me take it off the list. Yeah, we ain't talking about that. <laughs> let, me, let me take it off the list. That was the time. Hey, no, now. you know what? Fine, leave it. No, no, leave it. Leave it on the list. Okay. Leave it on the list. Well, let me go first then. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> no, hey, I'm going to save it for last. But the, my number, you know, favorite. Bench press. I, I love the bench. That's mm -hmm. my stuff. Chesticles. Right there. Yeah, man. Tell me about it. Bench. I can do push ups too, but bench is dope. Uh, hammer curls. Curls, mm -hmm. you know, just uh, all of them. Any, any type of way, just curls. I love cur curls. Hooping. Take me to a court. Let me run around I, all day. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? As long as my legs keep up and I got something to drink, I'm good. Extreme feel. I must shout. When, when my boy got me. Into working oh, out. Oh yeah, the dude on Facebook. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. When when MC got me into working out, I leaned on Extreme Field. It's a hip hop workout that cardio. So you know, I didn't want to run on a treadmill. Didn't want to, and it was uh, during COVID. I didn't didn't want to go to gyms. Didn't run 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 outside. I did the hip hop cardio with the step. I went from two eighty one. To the lowest I've I went from below my military weight when I Ooh. left 235. I got down to 225. Yeah, nice. That was the lowest I've ever been. So that I, I gotta credit that. That's like almost 
what, 50-something pounds, man. That's awesome, So, man. yeah. And then the GOAT workout. <laughs> <laughs> hey, however you want to do it, but I'm married, but sex. You know what I'm saying? That is the GOAT workout. Making, I, making love. You hear me. <laughs> what That is the GOAT workout. Just that simple. Hey, man, I, I, I concur. That's why I said keep you know what I'm I'm wrong keep it on the list. You hear me? I mean it's it's uh it's on my list but it's not on my list. Okay, you know yeah, I mean? we so, all know. Yeah. Oh my god. Let's go. What's your list? So my list is we share basketball. I love basketball. It was it's been a while since I played because my knees are stupid, but. That was by far my favorite physical activity. Um, triceps, man. Everybody who follows me knows try day. Try every Friday. I, I, I do triceps twice a week, but Friday I go in on triceps. Like, that's the whole thing. I go nuts with that. I, I don't know why I love that one so much. I just do. Um, hitting a heavy bag or hitting a speed bag. Okay. I love doing those exercises. Shadow boxing. Probably one of my favorite forms of cardio. And then either running or the elliptical. Mm. Um, and the reason for that is I used to be super heavy. And so now that I'm not as heavy as I once was, it's almost like running or being on elliptical feels sort of like flying, mm. which is very dramatic. I, re I realize that. But I remember how hard it was to walk around back then. Tell me about it. I couldn't even jog. Yeah. Like, if I if there were a killer after me, I'd be dead. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, so now I feel like Superman, dude. It feels good when I'm just running, jogging, or on the elliptical, man. So, yeah, man, that uh, those are them right dear. Let us dope. know, though. Let us know. Dope. What a list. And you're a runner, man. That, that's dope, man. Well, I, I, I gotta get, I'm, trying, I'm trying to get back into it yeah. uh, little by little, man, because my knees are – I got knee issues, y'all. Yeah, yeah. But I have that's ran – That's what happens I, when you get old. I know. I ran, I ran a half marathon once, and I ran a, few, a bunch of 5Ks, yeah. but, uh, you know, my knees are just like hey bro like yeah. get on that elliptical <laughs> yeah. jump rope do oh, yeah. something else you Some know but less less contact yeah but let us know about your list we want to know what's your top five favorite exercises just yeah, that man. simple and uh on that note man we out of time <laughs> we're gonna so we're gonna run out of the studio <laughs> Man, those jokes are terrible today, man. Uh, oh, man, I'm your boy Space. Take me off the stage. I am MC. And we out of here. Peace. Peace.